This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Of that la 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 la. I know you wanted this, that shit. What's my name? I'm that bitch. Counting cheddar, please don't trip. Who needs snacks? I got chips. Chickens from a nigga licking. Yeah, he's sick. This that prescription. Needed bad is his addiction. But he don't need no physician. Boy, need milkshake. What's up, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Karma Apple Shy, a.k.a. Cheyenne Lene, a.k.a. Motor City Oprah. And we are back for episode 12, 12 play of Views from the Thick Podcast. And yes, if the song you heard sounded a little bit familiar, we are absolutely running that back from episode 11. My girl, Milfi, follow, follow, follow Milfi on Instagram, milfi.jpeg, J-P-E-G, as well as... um. Her Twitter, it's one milfy. So definitely check her out. Y'all know that's my shit. I talk about that song. I feel like every two days on Twitter, Milf Shake is my shit. And we about to go into uh, May. You know, that's all about Mother's Day, Milf Month. I'm definitely, definitely feeling that song more than ever right now. And also, too, I definitely wanted to make sure that we had that song for this episode specifically because she talking about, you know, being a bad bitch. She talking about being that bitch. And we got... Of course, the baddest bitch in of Detroit in the building today. Hey, yes. What's your name, girl? It is me. What a time to be a bad bitch. What's up, everybody? It is D-Lo Brown, Miss Keep It On, the D-Lo Detroit's favorite princess of comedy. Yes. Thank you. Thank <laughs> hey. you for coming through today. Absolutely. So, the other day when I had uh, released the episode 11, when we were talking all about sex, I noticed that you had said you had... You listened. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, just to play off of that, I wanted to do a repeat of the Shy Five from episode 11. And I wanted to hear what's D-Lo's five favorite sex styles. I wanted to hear <laughs> your opinion on that. Well, for one, D-Lo likes it anywhere, anytime, <laughs> anyway. But, um, you know, you said physician, right? Oh, you can do that? Um, <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> I really like it from the back. Okay. And, you know, sometimes unexpected sex is good, too. But, you know, the older I get, missionary has been really good, you know, because you're a little more intimate with people. But I haven't even had sex in so long, so I don't know. I could just be making all this shit up in my head. But um, standing up. Have Ooh. you ever had a nigga stand you up? Can I cuss on you? Girl, oh, good. Say oh, you listen, have you ever had a nigga stand you up and like bend your back over on, on top of the bed? Ooh. Listen, okay. <laughs> um, I'm not a shower sex person at okay. all because that is just deadly. Um, but we can fuck in the bathroom. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. We got four. Um, what's my last one? You know what? We can fuck on the floor. Get real nasty oh, yeah. with it. You know, sex just anywhere, anywhere actually. Yeah. yeah. So top five is anywhere. Anywhere. Okay. <laughs> Except for the shower. All right. So, uh, fellas, if y'all paying attention, y'all here. Don't try to <laughs> approach her, you know, try to surprise her. Okay. You know, she said anytime is anywhere. cool with surprise sex, but don't try to surprise her in that okay. damn shower. She Listen. Ain't, she ain't and with please that. Please just don't have that one angle dick. You know Ooh. how I feel about one angle dick. I need all angle dicks. Some niggas be having them small dicks, but we'll get, we'll get <laughs> so, so yes, I absolutely had to get your opinion 
on that topic. And also uh, another topic that I came across on my Facebook mm-hmm. earlier this week. And then me uh, being a guest at your last show that you had here. We'll kind of get into that a little bit later. Okay. But it just kind of stood out to me. And I was like, you know, D-Lo coming soon. So I kind of want to get her opinion on this. So I just want to read the post for y'all really quick. So. It said, uh, it was a guy, he made this post on Facebook. It said, Dear group, I recently went on a date with a nice woman. We had dinner, drinks, and a great conversation. As the waiter brought our bill, my date asked me, could I buy two takeout dinners for her kids? I said no, because I don't even know her kids. She had an attitude for the rest of the night, so I cut the date short. Question, was I wrong for not buying her kids? I never met dinner. And was she asking for too much too soon? Me, personally, I have two kids, and... I feel I have a couple different opinions on this situation because she absolutely could have approached it differently Mm -hmm. as well as no, I don't really feel like he was wrong because, yeah, you know, if you're dating somebody with kids, they are a package deal. But at the same time, you're not just going to spring that shit on me, you know, so what do what do you think? I agree with you. Um, I think she could have went about it totally different Mm because we're not going to act oblivious to the fact like, yes, you do have children. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're beginning to get to know somebody, I think that's an important thing that you accept and that you acknowledge. Now, on our first day, I'm assuming this was their first date, Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't just flat out ask, can you pay for my kids' food? Like, one, he said he never met him. Right. Now, I could, like, I could see if you had introduced the cat to him a few times, you know, maybe y'all all collectively went out or something. Mm-hmm. That would be different. But if I have no knowledge of your children, for all I know, you could be lying. Right, true. You could true. be feeding you the niggas. That's, that's, that's true. I don't think so. so. I don't mm-hmm. think so. But, if again, like you said, if she would have approached it a little differently, maybe, like, hey, I need to grab something for my kids. Let me order something for them, a separate check. Then maybe he could have possibly stepped in and said, hey, you know, I'll pay for it, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But so just ask a man on the first date and expect him to be okay with that. Mm, right. I don't know about that. So he yeah. reacted fine to me. Yes, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I also feel like because just me thinking as a parent, the fact that that even crossed your mind, like, yeah. damn, I need to bring something home to my kids. My concern is like, okay, where are the kids at that they aren't going <laughs> to <Okay>. be fed? <laughs> why on? you out? And if that's the case, <laughs> if you know that's a possibility, why are they there yeah. with that person? Yes. And why are they not with you? Like, why are you with your kids? Were they hungry before you left? Or how long has it been since they ate that you know for a fact they're going to be hungry when you're asking? That's home. not okay. Yeah. Okay? Like, that's, that's not okay, ma'am. That concerns me. <laughs> so it said a lot about her yeah, versus him. It definitely did. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. and, or, you know, you can't just make the assumption like, oh, well, this would be all right. I know he's going to pay for it. No. You could have been, you know, like when the waiter or the waitress can, you know, they come around and they mm-hmm. ask like, are you guys doing okay? You need anything else? You know, yeah. when they offer the dessert and shit. Exactly. You could, you know, go on your phone like, hold on, give me one second because I might want to get something for my kids and let the exactly. niggas say like, oh, I got you. Exactly. Or, you know, yeah, let me know. I can do that. But you can't just jump into mm-hmm. it like, oh, you going to buy my kids. No, you cannot. No, you and even if she would have did it like that and he still went to pay, she couldn't. You can't you be just mad. You got to be okay with that. Right. He doesn't know your children. Yep. Literally, you could be feeding another nigga when you leave here. And I've seen some posts where some girls done said some shit like, oh, uh, (laughs) yeah, I went on a date with this nigga because I was hungry. And then I got a carry out and then took it home to my nigga. And then like (laughs) that. 
that is so <laughs> that's sick. That's some sick Jesus shit. Christ. Like, can you imagine? I can't. Like, oh my God. But I know that's women hurtful. do it. It yeah. is. So I don't blame him for, right. you know, and it seems like he was real calm about it too. It Absolutely. doesn't seem like he made a big deal about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, kudos to him. For yeah. sure. So I definitely had to get your opinion on that because <laughs> that just seemed like the most craziest shit. It is. But. Um, when I was at uh, your show, mm-hmm. who was D'Lo Brown, yes. and I was listening to your experiences about crazy dating experiences, mm-hmm. just like the shit that, that niggas think is okay. Uh. So I'm like, you know, I can <laughs> talk to D'Lo about it because like uh, like the one when you was talking about when a guy, he paid for y'all. Uh, the bill separate. Yes. So <laughs> let's let's yeah. touch on that a little bit because that just still blows my damn mind. Miss ma'am, you, <laughs> first of all, we only had Thai food and you know Thai food only running you between 9 and $11 and it was lunchtime. So oh, it really yeah. might have been like $7. So, you know, I hit him up. I was leaving work and uh, I'm like, you know, I'm about to go grab some food. He like, well, if you come this way because he worked downtown, let's link. I said, mm-hmm. bet. So in my head, now you were inviting me at this point because I told you I was about to go about my day and go get myself some food. So right there, I'm thinking, oh, you're about to pay for this for sure. Right. So, you know, we go meet up. We go to a Thai restaurant. We having a good Thai time like I always (laughs) say. And it gets to the end. The waitress brings the bill, and this is one of those places you have to go up and pay for it. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, the way he grabbed it and he, like, hopped up so fast, I'm thinking, like, all right, bet, you know, he about to go handle the business. Mm-hmm. So, I kid you not, he go up there because he was talking for a long time, too, but it didn't dawn on me what was going on. So, I get up. I literally grab my stuff. As I'm walking out, I can feel the lady, like, looking at me like, I don't want to be racist and start doing Thai noises. I don't know what language they speak, but she was speaking a language to me that was not American. So I'm just like, what is going on? So like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, mm-hmm. am I straight? And he looks me in my face and says, damn, I pay for that shit separate than the mug. What the fuck? I'm so, oh my what? God. Like, how? Like, why? Why? Like, that's just... What was your point? You didn't have a $20 bill to cover this. And it's like, it's not even you covering the food. It's the principal. Don't waste my time. Yeah. Don't sit up in my face. And you just, you invited me to come here. Right. And that's what I, that's one thing, like, um, I always say, like, whoever does, you know, the inviting, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the one that should be picking up the bill. Absolutely. Because, like, ain't no way in hell, like, I'm going to ask a guy, like, hey, you want to go out to dinner tonight? And it's like, yeah, you want to spend some money on me tonight? That's essentially what you're saying. Like, no, no if I invite you out on a date. I'm paying. I'm paying. Period. I'm offering to take you out, mm-hmm. essentially. So that's crazy to me now. That, so <laughs> I had, and people always ask me, like, what's the worst date you ever been on? I uh-huh. remember this shit like it was yesterday. So... <laughs> The nigga had, uh, came and got me. He mm-hmm. like, you know, well, we're going to go to Applebee's. I'm like, okay, well, Applebee's ain't my favorite, right. but okay, it's whatever, doable, fuck it, you, you know. know, get out the house. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, you know, and this Applebee's not far from where I lived at. I'm like, so, you know, if something goes horribly wrong, I'm right here at the house. Right. So, we get in the car, and I noticed he made a turn. I was like, he ain't got to make that turn, and Applebee's right there, mm-hmm. so where the fuck we going? I'm like, okay. We get in the car, we just drive, and I'm like, God damn, this mm-hmm. Applebee's is Far. Oh, where so am I going? <laughs> we get there, pull up, and then we get to the table, and there's a whole plethora of niggas just at the table, yeah, like no. females and males. I'm like, no. okay, so this is a group date, number one. No. Okay, I'm upset. Then it's like, 
we're in a booth, like a half mm. circle booth. I'm like, for 511 fucking people, we no. should not be sitting in no, no. booth. Absolutely And not. it was just terrible. So then, okay, I'm already sitting there annoyed, like, oh, my God, I'm not even nowhere close to home. Right. So even if I wanted to call my friends for an emergency, this shit is completely out of everybody's way. So Bad. then <laughs> we go, we open the uh, menu up, and then I'm, you know, flipping pages, getting back to the entree, and mm-hmm. this nigga like, uh... Uh-uh, we um don't go past the appetizers. I'm sorry, what? I started laughing. I'm like, what the fuck? Then the girl, first of all, that had to be in our conversation, because we over here, she all the way across the table. She like, um, that's the rule. What fucking rule? What? I'm Rules sorry, for rule who? who? Rules for who? I'm like, what you mean? Who said that? She's like, we are. <laughs> she, who said that? I'm like, excuse me? Is that Applebee's policy? What the fuck? And she, she was like, yeah, don't go past the appetizer. And he was like, yeah, don't go past the appetizer. That's all we getting. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, I laughed because I thought he was joking and I could see the, like, the room. I'm like, oh, this what y'all do? I was like, all right, well, I'm the type that I always have money on me. Yes. I want a fucking meal. I'm getting a meal. Oh don't worry God. about it. I can get my shit wow. separate. I'm like, do, what? Even if that was... The thing, quote unquote. That's y'all. T- that's that y'all, me. and that ain't me. And nigga, you tell me that shit in a car. Like, why you don't spring this shit up on me right now, my man? Did you think that was impressive? Yeah, I'm because like, that's not, not at all. And then when we left, he like, oh, you know, you wanna um, hang out or whatever. I was like, no, nigga, you about to take me home. I'm going home. And as soon as he got <laughs> home, he thought like, you know. It was about to be more to it than that. I'm like, start. I'm getting out of the car yeah. and blocking your fucking and number. And have a great day. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> ever since that, he, like, oh, like, he had randomly hit me up on Facebook, like, mm-hmm. every so years. Like, we only had that one date, and that's all the that, fuck we're going to have. And that wasn't even a date, It wasn't sir. even a date. Like, that was the worst experience. Oh, You're, I'm you sorry. know, <laughs> I, I apologize <laughs> about that tie. That tie time as well. But that, I just, listen. <laughs> the tie time. Look, <laughs> I completely understand. You know when Jake said you got to be nice for what to these uh, niggas? Um, that, okay, uh-uh. I ain't uh, got no reason to I, be not nice. no more for no. real. No. I already <laughs> wasn't, but like now that Drake has Listen. verified and clarified that I don't have to be nice. <laughs> look, that's it. Y'all getting bad bitch attitude all summer. Okay, <laughs> period. Look, y'all got I got the okay from somebody on y'all side. Okay, so we okay. in the clear. <laughs> so that so aside from that, like a you know just. You know, the horrible tie time that you had. What are also like some absolute things that get you, that would get somebody like an absolute hell no, like not even a my number, not a second date, just probably just not even your attention at all? If you don't carry yourself in a proper and clean manner, okay? I look at men's shoes and I look at their fingernails. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be draped down in JaVinci and stuff. I'm not saying that. But hygiene is important because it shows me that you respect yourself. And you respect yourself in front of me as a woman. So I'm definitely looking for dirty fingernails. (laughs) If you got that, no, you can't fuck with me or fuck me. So um, (laughs) we're going to let that one go. And then just how a man respects women and the women around him. Like, you're not out here just calling women out their names. You're respecting everyone, even when you're with me. I expect you to hold the door open for me as you would the woman that's walking in front of us. Mm -hmm. Or how you treat the waitress or... Disappeared, or how you talk about your mother, how you talk yes. about the women in your family, yes. that type of stuff. I look for that. Those are red flags when I see any mm-hmm. types of negativity or hostility towards women. It's like, 
Uh, no. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because there's so it's women out there that don't have that same standard. Yeah. Like they they're okay with just getting anything as long as they're getting attention Mm-mm. from that guy, which is just absolutely insane it's, to me. It is insane because I remember. Oh my god, I don't think I I don't really even talk about this because mm-hmm. I'm still shocked that the nigga even told me this shit to this yeah. day that he we were on the phone and he told me that you know he had beat his sister up mm. and I'm like. Okay, that's fucked up. And then he goes on to say, like, he beat her up so bad she went into a coma. Whoa. I'm like, so. Excuse me? I'm like, you think that I believe that you would give a fuck about me or my baby? You beating up your blood? Yes. My man. I said, whatever she did, whether how bad it was, it wasn't wasn't that that bad. bad. Nope. Like, uh uh. Mm -mm. I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, my phone's about to accidentally drop this call. Yep. (laughs) Because. No, I don't ever. Because I, I don't hope, play that. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No. You put not, your hands mm-mm. on me? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, so, girl. yes. <laughs> so, yes, those are some definitely mm-hmm. some good red flags that yes. you said. Because, like you said, like, I pay attention to shoes mm-hmm. and, you know, your fingernails and stuff like that. And yeah. also, too, like, I've been on a couple dates where I didn't, like, eating habits. Oh man. Like the food ain't going nowhere. Slow Jesus down. Jesus Christ. Like I don't <laughs> eating habits really bother me. Yes. Like uh it's just like yes. you said, they mannerisms and how For they real. carry themselves and shit. Like some guys really just feel like it's okay because Because it's, I'm a man. Yeah, I'm a man. <laughs> and also too. One thing I can say is that I don't always blame the guy mm-hmm. because somewhere in the world mm-hmm. there's some females that's okay with that yep. shit and it's working yep. for that guy. So that's why he feels like, well, shit, it don't work for me to, before. I exactly. can just continue I can do to it do now. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, so I'm not going to, you know, just completely blame you because right. that shit working for me. But I'm going to let you know it ain't working it for ain't me. It ain't working for me. So, And that's know. one thing I said. I'm going to stop keeping my mouth closed. I'm going to start. Oh Let yeah, me no. You like, have to. No, this ain't <laughs> working. This is not that. You absolutely mm-hmm. have to. So now that uh, we done got out the way, what would completely not get your attention? <laughs> what it, you know? What does it take to get D-Lo's attention? If it's somebody out there listening, they like, I'm trying to figure out how I can get next to D-Lo. You know, <laughs> I like a nice, funny yet stern man. Like yes. you have to have some type of personality and some mm-hmm. type of sense of humor to deal with me, because. Yes, I'm a comedian. I'm not funny all the time, but the stuff I say, it just isn't is naturally funny. So like you can't be a stick or a stiffler yeah. to be around me. You definitely have to have a sense of humor. Um, charming. You know, if you can make me smile and laugh, like I love that. Um, I actually am not too keen on the whole, oh, he gotta be super fine. I, yeah. you ain't gotta be super fine. Like mm-hmm. You know, I like me a little ugly fine man. I love <laughs> ugly fine men. They're the best. Um, and just, you know, make sure you have respect for me, respect for yourself. Um, I do like men who know God. Yes. I ain't <clears throat> saying you got to be Pastor Kenlock, but, you know, don't deny God around me. Mm-hmm. I need you to know him in order for you to know me because right. I'm a woman of God. So, right. yeah, that's just a few. Absolutely. And have some money. Please don't be poor. <laughs> Okay, I need everybody to know this. Don't be poor. I ain't saying you got to be Jay-Z rich, but please don't be filthy poor. Yes, that is an absolute Mm no-no. But, you know, just like you said, like, you know, I... My biggest thing, like, I love, I'm a sucker for a guy that can make me laugh. Yes. Like, I love a funny guy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, because I'm always joking and playing around. Absolutely. So, you know, like you said, it's a time to be serious yep. and stuff. But at the same time, you really have to keep my, 
you have to keep me smiling and just keep you me going. To. And, you know, just somebody that's able to, like, yes. put you in check every now and then. Because like, if I you like can keep me shit. laughing, you can keep me coming. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yes. So, I like that. Hello. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. Well, okay, but, but definitely, the keep me in check thing, that's important, too. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I can get a little mouthy, and I like to test my limits because I'm such an alpha woman. So, mm-hmm. it's like, I want to see what you about. You're going to bite yep. back and... If you do, <laughs> so yes, <laughs> that's definitely the best. Like mm-hmm. when that first time when they bite back, yes. it's like, Ooh, it's like Ooh, I'm gonna suck you up. Okay, okay let me stop. <laughs> like you let ready? Me stop. To, uh, let me stop. Like I'm so sorry, I did that. You know, I was completely out of line. Let's go <laughs> back in line. Yes, yes. okay, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so definitely, those are some basically like the same things that mm-hmm. I feel like it takes to get my attention. Like yeah. just. You just have to, it's just it's certain shit that I feel like is little shit, it's common shit, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's really not that common, Girl, unfortunately. you'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, of course, we know you are a woman of comedy, so I kind of want to, like, touch on that a little bit. Okay. So, when did, because, you know, I feel like everybody thinks they funny. Like, yeah. everybody think, oh, I'm funny as hell, or I can, you know, I can do that shit, but when did it? click for you that you felt like you know comedy is my this is what I want to do this is what's made for me you know when people ask me this it's so hard to give them that one answer because Mm -hmm. it's always been different moments in my life when I knew I had some type of talent I need to share with the world Mm -hmm. like I've known that since I was a kid it was just something people always telling me oh you're this you're that and then I always felt it in my spirit and so when I graduated from Michigan State in 2013, you know, I moved back to Detroit and I was working and stuff and I wasn't satisfied. And mm-hmm. But there was something in me that kept saying, you need to do something, do something. What is it that you're good at? And it's like, I always knew I was funny, mm-hmm. but I'm like, am I funny to the world? Can I get right. up and do this? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, two summers went by, I had lost my job, um, I was at home. And, you know, you in your 20s, you, don't, you ain't working like the rest of your friends. You ain't got time but to think, you right. know what I'm saying, be by yourself. Mm-hmm. So during that summer of 2016, I said, throw a comedy show. Let's just see what fucking happens. Because you know you funny. Like, it's right. effortless. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I talked to my dad about it. He agreed with me. And I was like, I'm going to do a small one just to see if people will even come. Right. I did a small one of 60. The tickets sold out in less than two days. I was Damn. like, whoa, what the? F-? Like, I had never, nobody knew. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, nobody knew I've been writing little one-liners and shit. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, people just bought a ticket to come see me do comedy, like mm-hmm. stand-up. So, shit, I did it. <laughs> and, and now I'm here with you interviewing. So, it was just that validation at that moment. It's like, if you can do that and mm-hmm. people can believe in a craft that they have never seen. Yes, absolutely. It's yours. That's it. Absolutely. That's, that's it. So, it was probably that moment. It is. And that, I'm glad you said that because that is absolutely, definitely important. Like, you know, the fact that people... They knew, like, mm-hmm. okay, I know she can do this. Like, yes. I believe in her. And, you know, they invested that time. And, you know, they came out for you. Because, yes. like you said, it's funny how, like, we'll know something in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I know I can do this. I know mm-hmm. I'm capable. But then we be the only person that's in our way. That's it. Like, you know, it's just a matter of just saying, fuck it. Yep. I'm just about to do it. For and let's real. see what happened. Because that's how I was with the podcast. Like, I kind of was like, I know I know I feel yeah. like like people gonna fuck with me, but For I'm sure. not sure if I really want to do it. Okay. So I was like, we you know fuck what? With you. <laughs> Thank we you. Fuck Thank with you. you. Trust me. So I was like, you know what? I'm about to just do it. Yes. And then 
here I am now. Like, I'm hey. still doing it. Episode so, yeah. 12. Okay. Hey. <laughs> That's right. So, um, so when I came to your show, mm-hmm. and I was so excited. Like, if y'all hey. haven't checked out D-Lo, like, as soon as she has something that you're aware of, that even if she just hosting it, definitely go out and check her yes. out. Because it's, she definitely gives you your money's worth, and you're not going <laughs> to waste your time. So I went to her last show that she just had a couple weeks ago or so, or last week. Mm-hmm. And... um. It was my first time seeing her do stand-up, and I was from start to finish just <laughs> cracking the hell up. Like, my God, them lyrics go <laughs> Well, that's good to know. Thank but you. It was an amazing, amazing show, and I was absolutely happy to see, you know, a black woman. Yes. From here, you know, somebody that, you know, it's like, I know her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was it was really great. And one thing that I did point out, because it was a lot of damn people in there, mm-hmm. but you just looked so comfortable. Yeah. Like, you just looked, you didn't seem like you were nervous, like you voice wasn't cracking because you know certain things like you can you can feel that Mm -hmm. like if somebody is nervous you know and things like that you can absolutely feel that energy but when I saw you up there I was like she just up there in her zone she doing this is for her Mm -hmm. she know this is her this is her stage this is her you know she in her moment yes and I was like (laughs) damn she looks so comfortable so like what is what type of things do you do to like help you get comfortable and like prepare for your show like at any time do you have those butterflies you know or you know are you just like fuck it um so, you know, proper preparation prevents a piss poor performance. Yes. So I definitely one for me, I'm gonna go all the way to my beginning stages of how I prep. I have a team that helps me. Like okay. I write and I practice a lot to or in order to build that stage presence to know how to mm-hmm. maneuver and to be comfortable. Um before any show, I pray. I shut down anything that's happening. I don't care what's going on, I don't care who in the room. Bow your heads, mm-hmm. let us pray. Right. Um, I have one friend who is like my prayer warrior, so Nash, we call each other. We don't care if, if like if she's not able to make it to a show, we will call each other mm-hmm. and we'll pray. And then I make sure I pray with my team. And I and then even when I'm done praying, I whisper something to God, like, I know you got me. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I do feel those butterflies, you know, it's all about perspective. I could look at it as, oh, I'm about to fall out, or I could look at it as this is just anticipation to go up there and kill the shit like I always do. Yes. So, you know, just being a confident woman helps me to be confident on that stage. Like, and then also knowing, nigga, ain't no refunds. <laughs> so I'm about to get up here and shut this shit down because I don't want y'all talking about y'all wasted y'all $15, $20. So, right. um, you know, just prepare yourself. Practice. You mm-hmm. know, pray about it. Speak good things into the universe. And you got to have a positive mindset that, hey, what I'm about to go do is about to be some good shit. Right. And that's, what I, that's a battle for me, though. Because it didn't start out that way. Like, uh-huh. if you would have asked me two years ago, I'd have like, girl, I'd be a nervous fucking wreck. Because that's mm-hmm. how I was when I started. I was like, my anxiety used to get the best of me because right. I was still scared. Mm-hmm. But now I've gotten to a point where I'm so confident because I know this is, this is me. This is my talent. And like I said, that comfortability, it helps. So Yes. Absolutely. And it definitely showed. I was like, she just looks so comfortable. But, you know, like you said, you know, we all go through like those growing stages. Because like even when I go back and I listen to like the first time I did my first Mm -hmm. episode or even like when I sat in on a Shop Talk Talk podcast, Mm -hmm. that was the very first time I ever sat on a podcast (laughs) show. And I remember like going into it and I was fucking nervous as hell. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, you know, it's just. You sitting in the room, you know, you with your people. Mm-hmm. It's just just focus on what it is that you're actually doing. Absolutely. And then that's what they kept telling me. They like, you know, it's just a conversation. Like you yeah. just this is what you want to do. Yep. Just do it. Do like it. and you know, you have to get over that hump and it's like once you finally do, it's just like 
is amazing. Yep. It's an absolutely amazing feeling. Yes. So do you feel like it's um it's harder being a woman in comedy? Mm-hmm. Like because when I went to I went to a comedy show um a couple months ago mm-hmm. and the only woman that was there was just hilarious. Okay. And it was cool. Like she did a really good job, yeah. but I just know like I was thinking that when I was there, I'm like, I wonder how she feels like being the only female on the whole card mm-hmm. and just guys, like do you feel like it's just it's harder, like certain things that you have to do mm-hmm. because you, you know, are female? It's a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, like whenever I'm usually featured in a show, I'm nine times out of ten the only woman performing. So for me, it's like I know I got to go extra hard because right. people doubting me from the minute they see my name on a flyer. Like, who is D'Lo Brown? Who is that? Right. Especially because I'm still coming up mm-hmm. and I am in my eyes, I'm still in my amateur phase. So, of course, everybody doesn't know who I am. So, of course, they're already with the assumptions of she ain't shit or she about to get up here and just talk about dick. Right. So, for me, that's why I go back into my practice stages and when I'm writing, I make sure I have a variety of things. Like, I want to make sure my jokes are hitting this area, this area, this area, and it helps me to be the woman who stands out from mm-hmm. all these other comedians. So, But I face a lot of backlash, especially right. being young. Being the dark-skinned one, being the plump one. It's like people have so many assumptions against you and so many stereotypes, and they try to ostracize you. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because right. I'm going to still do me regardless, mm-hmm. and that's why I try not to get too clicked up because the comedy scene here is it's a little yeah. different. It's a, right. little, it's a little weird. It's about who you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, I'm this young girl kicking down the door, and, nigga, I'm a threat, right. period. I know I am. I can see it in the men's faces and the way they talk to me. It's like. Girl, who you think you are? Oh, you're going to find out. So right, exactly. It's it's some shit, but I don't let it get to me. You know, I don't try to victimize myself either. Yes. I love being the only woman performing. Like, I got a show in two weeks. I'm the only girl on the flyer. I'm going to eat that shit up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. So, definitely, um, I completely understand where you're coming from just mm-hmm. because, like, the things that I'm trying to do, like, you know, I have my podcast and yeah. eventually, you know, I would like to do other things that involve music primarily because mm-hmm. that's my first love. Oh, yes. And then, <laughs> and I also, like, one of my key things that I'm working on is, like, becoming a DJ. And, oh, you know, that's, that's you know, like, dope. thank you. And, you know, um, like, that's primarily just a guy thing. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's hard for me when I meet people and I'm trying to network with people mm-hmm. because they first, they looking at me, they're like, oh, with this girl looking like this what you about to approach me and say and then when I hit him like this is what I want to do this is what I already know this Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to do they like oh they be blown away yeah they like damn that's a little (laughs) different I wasn't expecting that to come from you so like you said they already have that you know that thought in their mind Mm -hmm. and that stereotype like you probably just doing this shit because you want to be cute up there and you think you can do it. I'm like, no, music is my passion. Ask me about this, this, and that, or let's talk about this, this, Mm -hmm. and that. And when they start having a conversation, they're like, damn, she really know her shit. Like, okay, (laughs) let me invest in her or whatever. So, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, harder as it a female is. you know Absolutely. going into like these fields that are predominantly ran by males so I definitely understand that so yes. also with that being said you know uh, a few months back in the news we had you know Auntie Monique yes. and her uh, <laughs> and her issues with the whole Netflix thing so how did you how did you feel about that like did you feel like she was justified and like how she felt like you know I deserve more or mm-hmm. let's boycott Netflix and all that other shit like what did like do you really get what she's saying or do you like no nah, you since you did too much I get what she was saying okay because how you going to tell somebody what they were 
Right. Okay, she done mm-hmm. put in her footwork. She been been in this game twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. Okay, you an Oscar award winning actress slash comedian, and you gonna try to play me off five hundred thousand? Hell yeah, we we taking this to the internet. We taking this to the streets. Now some people would have been like, oh, she could have went about it differently. Well, you ain't her. And when you've been blackballed so long and you're tired of your voice getting dismissed, it's mm-hmm. time for people to start hearing you again. So I feel like she was very justified in what she said. Now, did I personally boy um, caught Netflix? Um, no, I Hell was no. watching <laughs> Charmed the same night. <laughs> so I'm so sorry, Auntie. I could not boycott Netflix because I paid $13 a month for okay. it. But. Do I, you know, I feel strong in what she was saying. Like, and as a black woman, it was so crazy to see the comments because I like I like to go on uh, the shade room and baller alert. And, you know, they were putting up the story every five seconds. Right. Um, the comments were so discouraging because I said, God forbid, you know, I ever get in a place in my career where I'm asking for more and people telling me you don't deserve that. Like, how dare you? This woman right. have been on national tours, the queen of comedy. She's laid the foundation for Tiffany Haddish to get up there and be loud and unauthentically herself and be black. You know what I'm saying? And to have that voice in the comedy game. So to see so many people go against the grain of what she was saying was just so disheartening. Mm-hmm. And it lets me know that us as black people, as much as we like to say we've progressed, we need to self-check within our black community because we have not. The fact that we couldn't stand and try to collectively push this movement forward to get her more money or to do whatever it was that she, she's deserving of. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that. We didn't stand up for our sister. Right. That's bold. That's <laughs> so, bold. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely so glad I asked you this question yeah. because, like, my opinion on it was, like, completely different. Okay. Because I was like, you know, okay, I understand, like, she kept on trying to, like, focus on her resume. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, the way that the world works is all a matter of what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing for me now? Mm-hmm. And, like, the things, like, when she was trying to compare herself to the other people, I'm like, you know, like Dave Chappelle, he right. has like the highest selling like TV yeah. show DVD collection. I'm like, okay, you really can't compare yourself there. You can't compare yourself, you know, to Chris mm-hmm. Rock. I'm like, Amy Schumer, yeah, she not funny. Right. Okay. So I understand that. But at the same time, it's like right now, she's what's quote unquote in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you're comparing yourself to these people. I'm like, yeah, you know, back then when you were really like out there mm-hmm. and popping, yeah, I could understand, like, you having this fight. But at the same time, it's like, right now, nobody's really, like, I don't think that if she were to upload a Netflix special without all this, like, controversy mm-hmm. surrounding her, like, I don't feel like we would be running, like, oh, my right. God, I want to watch that. That's understandable, like, So yeah. I was like, you know, I understand, like, yeah, you may not have done something in mm-hmm. a long time, but there are also other people that haven't done things in a long time. Mm-hmm. But we still would be interested, you know, in seeing what they got coming out because like you know i was like uh okay auntie like i see you know you feel like you deserve more and i'm not knocking you for that Mm -hmm. but at the same time it was like certain things that she like certain narratives she's trying to push i was like uh come on it was like okay yeah we we got it the first time yeah i I agree with you on on that part part the comparisons i don't think i would have went that far yeah with the comparisons because let's be truthful monique you know you have Mm -hmm. been a little quiet but you know that's the entertainment industry um but i still agree with 
it it is a certain card that I feel like Netflix did try to pull. And yeah. I know everything has to be in the moment or what's hot now, but yeah. dang, it's like, do y'all not respect her legacy at all? Yeah. I mean, y'all could have rounded that to a million easy. Yeah, like, man, <laughs> she, wasn't thousand. Worth, she wasn't worth it. Come on, y'all didn't round that on up. <laughs> yeah, like, so, she, she could have got, you know, at yeah. least... Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. So another thing that I wanted to touch on, speaking of mm-hmm. black women, I saw you had announced the other day that you got selected to perform at the first annual Detroit Women of Comedy Festival yes, this summer. Yes, yes, yes. So how does that feel? And what, what's, what's, what's that about? That, I need to know. That feels good. Let me tell you. So um, somebody whispered in my ear about two months ago, like, hey, they're going to do their first annual um, women in comedy festival here and i was like what like how i get on mm. so i found the face uh the facebook page it was a closed page so i'm like oh shit it's like a secret society right. so you know they let me in and you had to submit your video and a whole application you know all yeah. this stuff and i'm like oh my god this is like my first time submitting something i'm like we gonna see we gonna see mm-hmm. then two months later i get an email like congratulations we want you to perform and i'm like wow it's exciting yes because you know it's a positive thing um the support that i get when i announce stuff like that it just keeps me going because it's like i know this is what i'm supposed to be doing it's for you yeah so it's on may 31st it's a thursday um i have i will have more details as time goes on but Mm -hmm. it'll be at ant theater in um hamtramck which is a pretty big theater at ant hall i'm sorry planet ant hall and um, I'm I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited. I'm for just you. excited. That is, is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So um, so is it is one? You said it's one day. Like it's yeah, okay. you know what? I, it's a festival, so I'm gonna oh, assume okay. it may kick off that Thursday and probably go to that Sunday. Right. I'm gonna assume, but um, I know that Thursday I'll be performing. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So what um. So what else outside of that, like, do you have going on right now? What you got? Um, so I'm on my way to D.C. Um, this upcoming Wednesday. Okay. So I'm going, one, for Broccoli Fest and then two to perform as well. Then I'm going straight to California after that, half for business, the other half for my business. <laughs> and um, to, you know, look up some new comedy um, clubs and some housing and um, okay. it's definitely relocating is in yes. the future. Yes. I'm um, to try to perform there as well. Mm-hmm. And then Cinco de Mayo is going down. Oh, I will yes. be taking over Southwest. Okay. I will be at L Club um, for the Twerk and Tequila event. Then after that, um, May 12th, I have a show that I will be featured in called um, Bad Teacher Semester 2. It's actually... Um, one of my schoolmates I went to college with, he lives in Atlanta. He does comedy there. Um, so mm-hmm. shout out to Tim City. And he's filming his second special here. So, um, you know, he was asking everybody, like, who, you know, to throw on a show. And, of yeah. course, my name came up, thank God. And, um, yeah, so that's pretty much what I'm working on right now within the next, like, two weeks. So Okay. Yeah. So you got a busy schedule. Girl, I love it. Yes. Booked and busy. Yes, okay. That's, <laughs> that's a blessing. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I'm absolutely proud of thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to see everything that you got coming up. And like I said, thank y'all, you. you know, absolutely, if you get a chance to check out D-Lo, yes. you will not be disappointed. Like, <laughs> you oh, my goodness, she is fucking <laughs> hilarious. Thank you. So, yes, that... Um, um, that twerks and tequila, I actually got my ticket for that. Yes. I'm nervous because that's like an all day thing. All day, baby. <laughs> we going hard. I'm like, oh, God. Tequila all day on All shit. day. <laughs> so, yes, um, I'm definitely excited 
for that. Okay. So definitely, you know, can you uh, let everybody know um, where they could check you out as far as your yes. social media and everything? Yes, you can really check me out either on my Twitter or my Instagram because I really cut up on my Twitter, but my Instagram too at Keep It On The D Low. That is Keep It On The D E L O. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the same for both? Yep, same okay. for both Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Absolutely. And y'all know where to find me. But before I give out my social media, I want y'all to remember, absolutely, artists, don't forget to submit your um, your music to me via email at viewsfromthethickpc at gmail.com so you can be, you know, um, utilized in an upcoming episode, you know, for my intro music and also some different type of projects that I'm doing with all this music that I'm collecting. Um, again, my email is views from the thick PC. Don't forget. Also, don't forget, I do have the views from the thick uh, dad hats. I have denim right now. Yes. I'm waiting on my um, my camo and the uh, the khaki color wants to come in. And I still have a few sizes left of my uh, Motor City Oprah shirts. So just DM me or, you know, email or whatever. I got to get you one <laughs> yes. for sure. So, yes. So, um, definitely, I have a few sizes left for that. And um, my pages, of course, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, it is Carmel Apple with no E after Apple Shy C H E Y. My Instagram is Carmel Apple underscore C H E Y. And also, don't forget to follow the podcast page at Views from the Thick. And again, this has been episode 12 of Views from the Thick. I have my girl, keep it on the D low. Yes. What a time to be a bad bitch okay. in the building. <laughs> thank you and for I having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for yes. coming through. And this won't be the last time we see each other. Absolutely not. I yes. definitely got to bring you back up here. Okay. So, yes, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This has been episode 12. Peace. All right. <laughs>